All right, Jonathan, welcome back to another one. Rory has thanks. Yeah, all good. Thanks. All good. Um, good. So on this one here, we'll uh, sort of cover maybe our thoughts on around trade psychology. I mean, it's something that it's a bit of a dark world. Everybody has their own thoughts around it. It's not something that's really widely spoken about. Thought it'd be good. I think it's too widely spoken about sometimes, to be honest. Think so, yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> I've been in this in this industry for a long time, and you know, for me, I think people play on. Um, on people too much with with this whole it's risk management and trade psychology and it's x percent of this and it's x percent of that and you know you know and and what they're doing is really covering up what they don't know and really hiding behind these factors you know uh, on the basis that they actually don't know how to trade themselves properly and they'll just back that up with telling you that your psychology was wrong or your risk management was wrong like it, they're key areas no doubt but they have to be used in the right way and it has to be understood in the right way. So, yeah, so I, 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 I yeah, well, outside, uh, outside of that coin, Rory, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, I think these people that talk about that are talking about things that, you know, I don't even bring into the equation, Jonathan. It's more, I'm talking about more advanced stuff that people should know. You know, these people are maybe trying to tell you the things that you want to know, but, you know, I think we're going to be here to tell you the things that you should know. You know, yeah, hopefully. There, there's all there's always a difference around that you know people are saying that you have to be in a calm environment and you have to be doing this and you have to have 10 screens in front of you and the led light and the glow up fucking microphone whatever it might be <laughs> if you don't have all this you're not going to be you know you're not going to be a successful trader yeah and, yeah you know, look, I'm, 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 sorry go know, ahead man ultimately it's just a load of bollocks and that's really the path that they're trying to drive you down is that path you know the, the psychology i'm trying to talk people down is kind of the risk management you know the proper absolutely risk you know well, i i appreciate that and i decided just kind of i think we have to help people understand both sides of it as well you know because what's been shoveled you know in instagrams and other areas and you know is they do shovel the wrong side of what it actually is about for me yeah. um and plus i like to debate a little bit and get a bit out of you so exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um think, but you know think- I think as well on this podcast too, I mean, there's probably only so much we can really cover on a podcast. I mean, you know, usually when we sort of cover anything around trading psychology, we've covered it a few times in the app, people asking questions. It really is something that you need a lot of interaction for because people are always going to have, you know, their opinions, they're going to have questions and things. So I think what we can do in the podcast is certainly talk about sort of the top level stuff, leave everybody with a lot of questions. And then I think it'd be great if those questions can then be actually asked in the app and we can maybe get back to them on a one-to-one basis. You know, because some people aren't going to understand some things, some things may be irrelevant to others. And that's, you know, maybe people don't agree with our opinion, right? And and yet there's always going to be somebody that doesn't agree with the facts, but I'm always somebody I don't care if you don't agree with the facts. The facts, I love love the way you say that. (laughs) Well, well, it's it's true. You know, people who are always trying to fight statistics, that's, that's the people I love. Yeah, no, look, but you know, at the end of the day, I mean, for me, Again, we're going to stick to psychology, but obviously it does go hand in hand with risk management and so on. But, you know, and I've spoke about this with you before. I'm not sure if it's been on the podcast or not. But for me, psychology is when I exit a trade, not when I enter a trade. And 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 for me, my psychology only really comes into play when I want to take profit off the table as opposed yeah. to the risk that I'm taking on a trade because, you know, I'm objective in my trading. You know, I've got a I've got a trading plan. I understand what I'm going to do before I execute a trade. I I, I build a bias for my trade um, through many sources. And once I have that bias, then I'm now looking to look at the charts, my my 
terminal and I'm now looking for some some technical analysis behind it um to reinforce my my ideas and then it's like okay bang I'm I'm, I'm executing because I've, I'm looking for them timing levels and I'm also obviously before I'm taking that trade I'm also looking for where I want that take profit as much as where I want to be putting my stop losses and then at that point then your stop loss is there you know mm-hmm. then so I know how much risk I've put onto that trade um yeah. and again new people starting out but Maybe they're starting at 1% or whatever the case may be. My threshold would be slightly higher. I've been doing this a long time, but that's my that's my stop loss. You know, once that's in, I'm objective then. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to get all of my trades right. I'm not stupid enough to think that. But at the same time, I'm not going to overexpose myself in trades as well. So yeah. like I say, in terms of psychology, and what we'll do is maybe we'll talk about new people coming in or people not even new people coming in but the difference between trading different amounts and what that can have an effect that can have on you and so on but for me personally risk um psychology only comes out when i want to take profit off the table personally well that, that's usually a big part of it you know a big part of it usually when it, when it comes down to the money and, and that side of it you know something we spoke about before we started this podcast was you know if you were trading a 250 pound dollar euro account whatever it is and you lost 10 percent of it are you going to be too concerned that you've lost 25? Well, more than likely not. You know, you might feel guilty. You might feel some sort of something on your conscience. But when you wake up the next morning, you're not. it's not going to affect your life. It's not going to change your life. You're not going to have the fear. Said, you, yeah, you're not going to have the fear. It's, it's, it's 25. <laughs> you know, who, who really cares? You know, but if you're streaming, let's say, a 25 grand account and you lose 10 percent grand account, yeah. You know, yeah. or 250 grand account. Yeah. Are you then going to start to care? Well, you are because... You know, 2,500 quids, you know, nearly probably a month's wages for you know, the vast majority of people. So it's going to be a yeah. lot of money to lose. Yeah. And that's when then the psychology, you know, starts to become different. And that's where I always find out when people then start to take, I like to call them the uncalculated risks. You know, that's yeah. where people start to take them. And I actually, you know, I threw an example up in the um, in the app earlier on this morning. You know, it was something like, um, so choice one, you had a guaranteed $3,000 gain. Or you had an eighty percent chance of winning uh, four thousand, you know, with a twenty percent chance of um, with no gain. So you could either take the guaranteed three thousand dollars, or there's an eighty percent chance you'll get four thousand, but there's a twenty percent chance you'll take nothing. And most people, you know, will always say, "Well, I'll take the three thousand. I'll, I'll take the certainty." And in fact, that's actually the wrong answer. You're statistically speaking, and again, this is something that we can't go into too much detail around because there's so many questions around it. People don't understand what the long term run is, but it's simple things like that. And that's just the way that you know humans are, are programmed. And unfortunately, that's sometimes why computers make better trades than humans. You know, and you always said yeah. as well, something around whenever you're taking money off the table, that's when the psychology comes in. Mm-hmm. And usually you find that that's when the major psychology hits. Should I take the trade off? It's a losing trade. What should I do? And again, I put another choice in the app, Jonathan, around that was, would you rather take a $3,000 loss for and that being certain? Or would you rather take a chance of 80% chance of taking 4,000, but there's a 20% chance you walk away with nothing. So you walk away break-even. And I guarantee you 99% of people will take the chance to say, I'll take the chance of walking away with nothing. Where in fact, again, if you look at it on a risk-adjusted basis, that's the wrong answer. You should take the certainty of a $3,000 loss. You know, these are these are the that's, small things. It's 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 it swings both ways, and and what people don't realize is as well is that you have to lose to make money when you're trading the financial markets. It's a simple part of trading, you know. And if and and we nobody wants to lose money. Jesus, yeah. like I don't want to lose money. It's like it's like you know, 
who wants to lose money? You go to the shop and a tenner falls out your pocket. You're like, ah, oh, shit, just lost a tenner. You know, you didn't want to... Look, to me, it's like you have to change your way that you think about trading. The sooner you believe that you realize that, okay, a part of trading is losing, uh, that then enables you to accept that loss and that enables you then to become more programmable in your own head and more like a robot and more objective with your decision-making yeah. process. Because at the end of the day, if you're risking 1% of your account balance, whether that's a £1,000 account and you have £10 risk at the ta table or whatever the case may be, that is your risk. Like yeah. if you want to take that risk off the table, maybe if that if you if you are in a losing trade, but maybe you just feel that something's tipped the scales, maybe some news announcements coming out, whatever the case may be, by all means, close that trade early. But I'm not closing my, I'm not moving my stop losses. The stop loss yeah. is there for a reason. The only reason I'd move a stop loss is if there was, it's, it's very rare that I will mm -hmm. you move a stop loss, but there's a very good reason for me doing it. And it's, yeah. and it, and it's not going to be from a 2% to a 10%. It's good. It's going to be maybe a, a 1% um, movement on my stop loss. But at the end of the day is I, the way I feel is if I'm going to get, if I trade 10 times this week, and if I take, let's say, four losing trades, mm. I, I had to lose X amount percentage of my money to be able to gain X percentage yeah. profits. Yeah, and sure. that's the hardest thing to realize, isn't it? Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can you can, you can lose four times in a row, but then then that psychology comes into play. Because well, if you're only well, who's this? You know, keep keep going. Understand why you made that loss. What did you, what? Where did your decision making go wrong? Where did your analysis was? Where is it wrong? What happened to make that move at market in the wrong way? At the end of the day, like I said, if you think objectively, let's always take it in increments at the start, when you, especially when you're starting to trade. Like 10 trades, how many trades do they win and lose without moving any stop losses, having you know reasoning behind why you took them trades, and then look back at them 10 trades. Yeah. Look and, and look and go, okay, well, this is what I lost and this is what I won them 10 trades. These are the trade things I've done right and the ones I won, and these are the things I've done wrong and the, the other ones I lost, yeah. right? Or maybe you just lost that because the markets are going to do things that are outside your ability to understand. Yeah, you know? exactly. Just outside of our control, and that's yeah. that's something that's always going to happen. You know, I think I think as well one thing to understand as well. You know, one of the final things I'll say to retail traders is this: is that you know there was a study done, you know, and I read it not that long ago that you know, let's call it on a scale of one to ten. If if you make a pound, it brings your attitude up by, by two. Let's say. But if you actually lose a pound, apparently it can bring you down by three or four. Yeah. So yeah. what it's basically saying is that, you know, your emotions towards losing are greater than your emotions towards winning. For sure. Even e even though the, the value of the amount may be the same, your emotions are actually going to swing a lot more when you lose. And that, and that could be something then that can be, um that rules into another example. You know, that Inhibiting, quite... right? It's inhibiting because at the end yeah. of the day, you don't realize it's inhibiting because you, you, yeah. you know, you're making so, decisions for the wrong reasons all of a sudden and and so on you know yeah and and you know and then this this all leads down the sort of you know the path of maturity where you, where you start to look at insurance and you know believe it or not everybody who pays insurance pays well and truly above the odds of, of what it is and you know the post i put out earlier in the app kind of confirms that you know that most people are willing to pay 800 pound to insure a 20 grand car for a year but not everybody would pay 800 pound for a ticket to win 20 grand you know and that's mm -hmm. that, and when you think of that, that's a very, very bold statement to me. You know, how many people would pay eight hundred pounds now to enter a raffle to win twenty thousand pounds? You wouldn't. You say, "Well, frig that, no way." But would mm -hmm. you pay eight hundred pounds to insure a twenty grand car? Yes, it's the law, and you have to. But you still do it. You know, so people like to protect their downside with a lot of money 
Rollins, you, have some, you have some tangible on that side there, right? You're talking about protecting something that's tangible as opposed to keeping something that... Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about you would spend the money to protect an asset rather than sure. spend the money to speculate on an asset. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. and that's the thing. And this actually then ties down to, you know, you can tie this down to market efficiencies and the reason why options are, put options are always more expensive than calls. And this goes on to a really actually interesting topic a lot further down the line. I think it'd be great to open up if you know, people are interested in hearing that. So that's something we'll touch upon in the app someday. But sure. definitely something worth them keeping an eye on. I think that's how I'm going to sort of close that. That's my thought on it. Yeah, I just think it's such a great topic. I think, you know, and and I suppose when you're inside something, right, it's it's harder to look from the outside in in any situation. And the 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 key to trading is is without a doubt risk management and trade psychology. And obviously, then around that, then is your analysis. It's your how how you know how you pick up information, how you translate that information into decision making, and so on. Um, but it is trade psychology and risk management it does come down to that in a lot of ways but i just yeah. don't like the way people force feed that into um into this bullshitty way that it makes you as a trader as a retail trader somebody telling this to you uh, to feel more inferior or or feel that this guy knows what he's talking about because he's talking about risk management and trade psychology because any Egypt can tell you you know what that is but yeah. what does it really mean how do you actually you know how 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 can you confront this? How do you change it? How do you, you know, like I said, for me, is this the only thing that changed my trading from continued losses or continued inconsistency into into actually making money was accepting the loss, mm-hmm. and then understanding why you're losing, understanding, you know, like you said, the feeling of losing money is not a good feeling, but it's okay for me. I don't mind losing money, and and and, and I've come to terms with losing money mm-hmm. because it's part of my job to lose yeah. money yeah. you know and then once you that's okay and the way you do that if you're starting out whether it's you know what i say a thousand pound account or let's say a 500 pound account or 250 pound account it doesn't matter too much at the end of the day the key is to do the same things right yeah. maximum one percent risk on your trade you know understand why you took that trade you know, and 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 break it down in most simple form. And like I said, take ten trades. After them, ten trades. Analyze them, ten trades. Yeah. Let them trades play out in yeah. terms of this your stop losses. Have your obviously your your take profit levels. And by all means, understand then and write it down. Like take a little journal. Right now, like okay, I stopped out because of this reason, or I took profit here off the table before I hit my take profit level, but because mm-hmm. of this. And 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 look at your decisions, and then. Like once you can see this in front of you, you don't realize like so much in life. If if we we can understand so much better if we write something down because our brains are going at a million miles an hour all the time. Yeah. And for us to actually conceptualize information, being able to write it down and look back at that information gives you a completely different view of that information, even though it's in your stored in your brain somewhere, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Because it's not at the front of your brain. You're not going to wait stored in there with with the rest that's going on, and to be able to write write stuff down, write your trading down, analyze it, and look back over it will just will just completely give you a kind of an epiphany moment. You actually understand, okay, well, look, these are the mistakes I'm making, and this is how much I've made this 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 week or month or over them x amount of mm-hmm. trades, and 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 it doesn't. Don't worry about how much you're making. Yeah. Worry about worry about. Um, getting that structure that consistency in your trading you know maybe at the moment you're 
you're losing you you're only losing three trades out of ten, but the losers are outweighing your winners. Or maybe you're actually losing five of your trades that are out of your, you know, five winning trades, but you know, and you're breaking even, or you're maybe even making profit because your profit levels are higher than your, you know, at the end of the day, you can if you if you have your right risk reward ratios in place. I, I put this table up recently, Rory. I'm not I think you saw it there. You know, and I don't have it in front of me now, but like I think it's like you can take you know, if if you have, what well, I think it's if you took ten trades and with a risk reward ratio of one to one to one to two, let's say you can have, you can have, you know, three winning trades out of ten and still break even. Do you know that kind of way? And something you know, you know, somewhere around it, it's close enough to them them numbers. So it just shows you how it doesn't matter how many times you lose; it's about how you are losing. You know, that kind of way and how you're minimizing your losses and increasing your winning trades. It's it's all about because you, you hear the professional world, it's it's about risk adjusted returns. You know, that's it. How much are you risking to make? That's that's yeah. really what it comes down to. And it's all about, you know, your next bet size as well. And you know, that's something that um, you know, I've covered one guy in the app and you know, gonna cover more people's talking about Kelly criterion, you know, so it looks at your account size and when you're growing it, how much you should bet on the next one, how much your next trade should be if you lose, how much your next trade should be. And whenever you start to int- introduce these things, that can be the difference in really outperforming the market and falling behind. So I think that's definitely something that you keep an eye out for. Agreed. You know, and then, and having your, have, yeah, exactly. Exactly that. And then have, try to find like a, um, an end of week. Okay. I want to make X percent by the end of the week, yeah. whether that's like 3% in that week or whatever the case may be, have that as your target. Yeah. Right. And, and then maybe break that down even to a daily target. Once you have your daily target, let's say it's a half a percent even for the mm-hmm. day um, and you're two and a half percent for the week, let's say. Um, yeah. And that's your target and keep your targets low at the start as well. Like, and, 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 and try to, 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 to achieve that target and try to achieve that target without breaking any of your own rules Yeah, you know? and, and do that for a week and see how you get on after that week. All of a sudden, then you'll start to change it. And then it doesn't matter if you're trading a 250 pound account or 250,000 pound account. Or you know, two million pound account. It doesn't matter because once you start to teach yourself how to trade, yeah, in 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 an objective way, systematically, it doesn't matter how much you're moving up the money then chain because you understand and you've taught yourself to control your emotion. You know, control it under the basis of your strategy is going to work. It's going to hold up. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. I think you're right. So I think yeah. that's. That's a good way to end it. Well, look, yeah, that was good. And by all means, any questions, drop them into the app, guys. We it will um obviously the web app is still up and live at app.tubeblockstrading.com and our web um iOS and Google Play stores will be back live again tomorrow as well. Um appreciate your patience, guys, while we're getting this fixed. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thanks very much, Jonathan. Thank you. No problem. Cheers, Roy. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye.